So here we are, Northwestern, 5-0 and to start the season for the first time in a little while now with a big test coming tonight. Let's talk about it. Welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Carter Bird, and thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. We, we really appreciate it. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. We're also available on YouTube. Just check out, just search uh, Locked On Northwestern. You can find us wherever you are listening uh, make sure you are subscribed and turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode because we're covering anything and everything Northwestern right now. And yeah, that's uh, a great way to keep up with the show. Make sure you leave a comment. Give us some feedback. We're trying to make the show better at all times. Also, today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's jump into this. We need to recap the game last night. Northwestern 66, Liberty 52. Northwestern's 5-0 for the first time since 2014-15. That season, actually the last time they competed in this tournament. Very slow start in this game. There were no points by either team for the first two and a half minutes, and there were nearly no field goals until the first five minutes were up. Uh, then Liberty got a little bit hot. Liberty uh, started putting some pressure on Northwestern. Northwestern did a poor job guarding the three early. Uh, Darius McGee, the leading scorer for um, that Liberty team coming in and in the game, he got hot early. He hit three threes because Northwestern just let him kind of, when they would help on defense, they would let him be open. They would turn him loose. And he would hit from really deep. It was really impressive to watch. Uh, Boo Booey's start was really bad. Uh, it was wild out of control. Uh, maybe feeling himself a little too much coming off the uh, 28 points against Purdue. Fort Wayne had a couple quick fouls that made him uh, have to go sit on the bench for the rest of the first half. And honestly, the team rallied uh, after he went out. Liberty built a 27-15 lead early and were controlling the game. Tons of momentum. Their win probability was as high as 84.8%, according to ESPN. Uh, just really kind of having their way with it. And then you saw Northwestern kind of scrapped their way back into it. Ty Berry was huge for that. Uh, helped helped close the gap to 29-28 at the half. And at that point, you felt pretty decent because for a while in that first half, Northwestern was getting outplayed. Uh, second half, Northwestern showed up and really commanded the rest of the game. Chase Adige hit a three with 13.35 left to take the lead. And that was the last lead change of the game as Northwestern did not surrender the lead again. They outscored Liberty 38-23 in the second half on the way to this 66-52 victory. And when you look at the stats, you can see exactly how it happened. That Liberty had that quick start, but for the game, there were 17 of 50 from the field. Good for 34%. Northwestern on the other side, they were 22 of 51, 43.1% on their end. Uh, Northwestern 
Uh, shot the three a little bit better than Liberty. Six of six of 17, 35.3% to just nine of 30 for 30% right on the dot for Liberty. Then you obviously see the, the Liberty shot the free throw well, but only got to the line nine times. Nine of nine at the line, obviously 100% there. Northwestern got to the line 21 times, hitting 16 of them for 76.2%. Northwestern won the battle on the boards, 33 rebounds, nine of those being on the offensive end and 24 on the defensive end to 29 total for Liberty, seven on the offensive end, uh, 22 on the defensive end in that one. Uh, And then assist, I mean, even uh, actually, that's one of the few stats you saw Liberty uh, beat Northwestern in. They had 12 assists to uh, Northwestern's 11. But then you see the the defensive stats that really helped push this in Northwestern's favor. They had 13 steals to Liberty's five and four blocks to zero for Liberty. And that kind of made sense. Liberty was the bigger team or Northwestern was the bigger, bigger team rather. Um and they forced more turnovers of this Liberty team. Liberty turned it over 18 times for the game to Northwestern's 13. Liberty committed 19 fouls to uh, Northwestern's 14. As we mentioned, Liberty had that 12-point lead in the first half. That was their largest lead of the game. And then Northwestern kind of took over from that point and eventually extending their lead all the way out to 16 points before winning the game by 14 Northwestern played phenomenal defense uh, all game long as they have all year, especially after the start that Liberty had after they built that lead. Northwestern found a way to make it uh, very difficult on Liberty to sustain that lead at all. And that's how you ended up with a situation where Northwestern climbed back in the game by halftime and then took over the game in the second half uh, and held Liberty, obviously, to 23 second-half points. Something that I've been critical of Northwestern to this point in the season is they have not gotten to the line. Well, in this one, they got to the line and got to the line pretty effectively as they got to the line 21 times, which is by far the most that they've gotten this year. They hit 16 of those free throws, obviously, which was seven more free throws than Liberty was able to hit in this game. They were solid from three, 35.3%, six of 17. Obviously, that was sparked by uh, Chase Audige, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, 13 steals and four blocks to just, what, the the five steals and zero blocks for Liberty. That shows you just how dominant this Northwestern defense can be, especially when they outmatch an opponent physically. They won the battle on the boards, which was big. They didn't win it by a ton. They won it by four rebounds. Uh, and, of course, they took care of the basketball better. Fewer turnovers really was, I thought, um, Northwestern got punched in the mouth. And then they rebounded, no pun intended, from that really well. They got back off the mat and and really um, fought their way back into the game and just dominated from uh that that early Liberty run on, but that's kind of how the game went. In a second, we're gonna take a look at how the the um, individual standouts for this game, who 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 played a significant role in this one for both sides, 
uh, before we we move on to the game tonight. But first, let's talk about our friends at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you do is you add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly identify who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Also, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's jump right back into it. Let's go with some individual standouts from this game because uh, Northwestern, uh, they're going to have more that we're going to talk about because it's it's uh, the impact was felt by by guys in a good way and a bad way. Uh, but but we're going to start with the the Liberty guys. Darius McGee, leading scorer in the game, 23 points, three rebounds, zero assists, one steal. Yeah, he was averaging 20 points per game coming in. He was one of the highest scorers in the country last season. He was six of six of 18 last night for 33.3 percent, four of 13 from three. He hit three of those very early, but he shot it. 30.8% from deep. He got to the line seven times, hitting all seven of those free throws for 100% at the line, and seven of those nine free throws that Liberty hit for the game. Next up, Kyle Rode. He had 11 points. He was the second leading scorer on Liberty. 11 points, one rebound, four assists, one steal, four of nine from the field, 44.4%, uh, three of seven from three. Northwestern did a really good job of of keeping McGee in check after that hot hot start. They got down and they figured out a way to to keep him from blowing up. I know he scored 23 points, but he took 18 shots to get there. He took 13 threes to get there, and he got to the line obviously seven times. Um, I mean, he did not go nuclear. He did not kind of expand that lead. Uh, in the game, and that was huge for Northwestern. Let's change to the Northwestern perspective. Uh, Chase Audige led the way. What a game by him. 20 points, two rebounds, five assists, two steals, played 39 minutes in this game. He was 7 of 11 from the field, 63.6%. He was 3 of 5 from 3, 60% from deep, and 3 of 4 at the line, uh, 75% at the line. Look, he was efficient. We have not seen him be efficient all year long. Just like Boo Booey last game had his first breakout efficient game. 
Well, Chase Audige here today, the microwave, as they call him, you know, because he because he can get hot in a hurry. Uh, and every broadcast crew is loving talking about his nickname. But but what was significant to me is you saw he played 39 of the 40 minutes in this game, and he was the go-to guy for Northwestern in this game. I uh, picked up the scoring void left by Boo Bowie in this one. With him, you had Ty Berry. Ty Berry had a heck of a game as well. 19 points, 7 boards, 3 assists, and 4 steals in 35 minutes. He played a bunch of minutes as well. He was 5 of 10 from the field, 50% for the game. 2 of 3 from 3, 66.7%, and 7 of 7 at the line. He got to the line more than anybody, and of course, he hit all 7 of his for 100%. Uh, he was he was a, an enormous shot in the arm in this game, especially in the first half. When things were looking as bad as they could look, it was Ty Berry who turned the tide, brought this Northwestern team back. He single-handedly brought them back in the first half and cut that lead, it felt like, down to one point. I mean, he was enormous in this game. He got to the free throw line, too, and that was huge. He had a big and one to end the first half. It was an impressive game by him. The four steals show you the impact he made on the defensive side. Uh, and, of course, he got, he went and got seven boards, too. He had a really well-rounded game. He did everything you could possibly ask for from Ty Berry. Next up, Robbie Barron, the guy who's been one of the more consistent players this year. Eight points, seven rebounds, did not have any assists, but did have a steal in 33 minutes of action. Was 3 of 9 from the field, 33.3%. Not his best shooting night. 0 of 2 from 3, uh, 0% from there, obviously. 2 of 2 at the line, however, 100%. Uh, he crashed the boards well. I mean, if you're not going to shoot well, make your impact somewhere else. He went and grabbed seven boards. You got to appreciate that. It was not a great shooting night for him by any means, but it makes it's a big deal when you get somebody like Robbie Barron out there crashing the boards, making sure they they are impacting uh, the game, impacting the stat line, and not just just kind of checking out and not having any impact at all. Matt Nicholson is next. Six points, uh, five rebounds, zero assists, and one block. He is three of four from the field, 75%. He remains pretty efficient from the field, but uh, where he came up short tonight was when he got to the free throw line. He was 0 of 3, missed all three of his attempts at the line, which if you just if you hit two of them, you, you feel better about this game. You feel like his impact is felt. He's still playing somewhat limited minutes. I believe he played 21 minutes, if I do recall correctly. Uh, but he's somebody who's – he makes his impact. He had five boards, six points, and a block um, in in playing basically half the game. Uh, I think – I like what I've seen out of him so far this year. Next up, Brooks Barnheiser. Four points, five boards, two assists, and four steals. Did not shoot particularly well. Two of six from the field, 33.3%. O of three from three. Uh, o for one at the line. But he played really good defense. Four steals. He matched Ty Berry with that four steal number. Impressive out of both of those guys. He rebounded the basketball well. Uh, five boards. I mean, another guy. If you're not having an on-night shooting the ball... You can make an impact somewhere else, and you're seeing that with a lot of these guys. 
where you didn't necessarily see that as much was Boo Booey. Boo Booey had his worst performance of the year by far. Five points, two boards, one assist, one steal, and two blocks. He was fine on the defensive end, I guess. I mean, he led the team in blocks in this game. One of eight from the field, 12.5%. One of four from three, 25%. And uh, two of two at the line. He was just, I mean, I thought he was out of control to start the game. I thought he he had horrible shot selection. Um, there were some times where it just felt like he was just throwing the ball at the rim and hoping it went in. Um I didn't love the performance. I really didn't. Uh, a lot of quick fouls that got it, sat him on the bench twice in this game. Picked up an early one in the second half to get his third foul. Picked up two fairly quickly in the first half. Had to sit a lot more than he's used to. But his teammates picked him up. His teammates picked him up, and that's all you can ask for. Um, I do wonder if, if maybe, just maybe, he was feeling himself a little too much. Talking about uh, that 28-point performance uh, against Purdue Fort Wayne, where he was efficient. He really couldn't do anything wrong. Well, I'd like to see him settle it down, especially when you uh, have this next matchup coming up, which is what we're going to talk about next. Big, big game tonight. But first, let's talk about our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at Bet Online. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. We're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Also, thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's jump right into it. Big game tonight, massive test. Auburn, ranked team here. Big matchup, big name team, team that's had a lot of success under Bruce Pearl here recently. Head coach Bruce Pearl, you know, who's been around college basketball a lot, has a ton of wins, uh, has been to... A couple Elite Eights and a Final Four, uh, Final Four here recently, a few years ago. Um, number 13, Auburn in this game. They, I believe they are a seven-point favorite in this game. Big opportunity. Chance for the first in-season tournament championship in Northwestern history. Uh, continue, can a chance to, to radically jump in the RPI and the Ken Palm. Currently, Northwestern's 53rd in the Ken Palm, and currently they're also 43rd in the RPI. RPI likes them a little bit more. RPI does not really like Auburn so far this year. They are number 78 in the RPI, but in Ken Palm, they are 16th. So what do you need to know about this Auburn team? Look, they play phenomenal defense. They really do. They're very big. They're very long. Watch out for Zepp Jasper, Katie Johnson, Janai Broom, Alan Flanagan and Dylan Carball on defense. All of those guys have a chance to get steals. Uh, Janai Broom and Dylan Cardwell clean up a lot of shots at the rim. They block a lot of shots. They get a lot of boards down there. 
uh, some dangerous guys for sure. Katie Johnson's going to try to get some steals, uh, and we will talk about him more in a second because I think he's he's going to be somebody uh, that we're going to highlight in this game. Auburn's very deep. They're ve- they're a very deep team. Um, they're not a great shooting team. 44% on the season, 28.2% from three, 66.1% from the line. But going back to that, them being a great defensive team, they get 10.8 steals per game, 8.2 blocks per game. So they're averaging right at 19 stocks, steals and blocks a game, which is pretty phenomenal. They, they average 42.4 rebounds per game because they're so daggum big and they're so daggum physical. Wendell Green Jr., somebody keep an eye on the point guard who's going to start this game. He can get hot on offense, especially from deep. You kind of need to trap him. You need to put pressure on him to make dis- quick decisions with the basketball. Uh, and I think you you have guys at Northwestern that you can throw at him to make him uncomfortable, and you can, it could lead to some steals. That's how Texas A&M and Miami got to him to end the season last year for Auburn. Uh, Janai Broom down low. Look, he's phenomenal in the post. He's got he's probably the best post player Auburn's had in a long time. He has great moves. He absolutely killed Bradley last night. Was phenomenal in that game. Katie Johnson talked about him a little bit earlier. He's going to be a menace on defense. He is going to be the most emotional guy on the court. He he's the guy that sh- when you see him out there, you're like that guy is either going to get teed up or he's going to make somebody on the other team get teed up because he's going to be in their face talking a lot of trash you're going to hate him by the end of the game let's be honest you're, you're going to absolutely hate him you're probably going to feel the same way about dylan cardwell really big physical backup center a uh, guy who's been at Auburn for a long time has gotten a lot better over his career and he is a handful he he is going to be the strongest guy on the court every single moment he is on it, and it's going to be apparent he's going to to get some dunks, he's going to make some blocks, and he's going to let Northwestern and let the fans in the arena know about it. Alan Flanagan uh, for Auburn has all of the tools that you would like. He's a big kind of wing, uh, a, a three-type player. Um, when he plays well, he's really, really good. Uh, a couple years ago, he kind of was the go-to guy for Auburn and played very, very well. Last year was hampered by an injury, never really realized how good he, never really realized that potential that we saw the year before. Well, he could be getting back to that form, but he does have a tendency to turn the ball over a lot. So keep an eye on that. Uh, Also, Jalen Williams, He's going to be the most unassuming uh, 6'9 guy you see out there. It's going to be very quiet. He's going to play defense well. He'll get a couple blocks. He might get a steal or two. He might hit a few threes. He will quietly ball out. He will. And and it's going to be, you're, you're going to look up at the end of the game, and he's going to have 16, 17 points. You're going to be like, how did that happen? Where did that come from? That's kind of just his M.O. Yoan Treor, uh, he is a freshman phenom, just getting his sea legs under him. Uh, matter of time before he has a breakout game. He was a very, very highly rated player, was committed to LSU uh, when the Will Wade stuff broke out and ended up coming to Auburn, which which will be it'll be interesting to see when his breakout game happens. He has not really had that moment yet, uh, but he you can see it coming with his 
freakish athletic ability. Also, Chance Westry, a guy who is a little bit of a wild card, another freshman phenom, injured to start the year, had a knee injury, but has gotten in there here recently, and he does bring something that the other guards do not have for Auburn. He has an ability to get in the paint. He has a really, 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 really good vision with the basketball. He will distribute well. He's going to be a handful, but he's a little bit rusty right now because he hasn't had the reps. He hasn't had the practice time. He hasn't had the minutes in game. He is also a guy that at any given moment could have a breakout game. This Auburn team is extremely deep. You have Zepp Jasper, who's going to play phenomenal defense. When he gets hot shooting the ball, he's a little he's a little hesitant to shoot the ball. But when he does, when he has that confidence and he hits one, he can be dangerous on the offensive end as well. This Auburn team is going to be a handful for Northwestern. Northwestern has to have better shot selection, especially early against Auburn. Otherwise, this Auburn team will use its depth, use its physicality, use its length, and kind of just bully this Northwestern team. And it'll be a slow, slow game for Northwestern on the offensive end. That's going to be what I'm looking for. Northwestern has to continue to play sound defense, make it difficult on Auburn, make them fill it up from deep. Auburn has not really done that that effectively this year. They have a couple outlier games where they've shot it well and find a way to hold up down low because there are some dudes on this Auburn team. Uh, Northwestern is definitely at a physical mismatch, but they have they have more experience. They've played together longer, and I think that could be key in this matchup. If you're asking me to make a pick on this game, I really want to find a way to pick Northwestern to cover that seven points, but I can't right now because I just think this this Auburn team is still rounding into form, and when it's all said and done, they're going to be sneaky, one of the better teams in the SEC and have a chance if the guards continue to to kind of find their stride to make some sort of tournament run. So I'm going to take Auburn minus seven in this game. Uh, the over under is 134. I'm going to take. I'm going to take the over in that. I think Northwestern can get enough points and I think Auburn's. Auburn might get get a little hot on offense. Um, they've started to kind of round into form a little bit here the last few games, and I think it could be an interesting matchup for sure. Uh, but that's probably going to do it for today's episode. Appreciate you tuning in. We will be back tomorrow to talk about this game a little bit and then also preview the Illinois matchup in uh, football. But, yeah. Appreciate you tuning in. Thank you for listening to Locked on Northwestern, making it your first listen every day. We really appreciate it. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. We're also on YouTube. Just search Locked on Northwestern. You can find us wherever you are listening. Make sure you're subscribed and and you turn on notifications. You don't want to miss an episode. And uh, yeah, leave leave a comment. Give us some feedback. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, I'm your host, Carter Bird. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on social media at CarterBird13, and I'll see you all next time.